We are giving our first impressions of Lost Girl, Season 5, Episode 14, Follow the Yellow Trick Road. Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, Episode 120, Follow the Yellow Trick Road at First Impressions. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast waystation for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Annie. And I'm Chris. And Stephanie, once again, isn't with us yet. Uh, she'll be with us for the full episode about Follow the Yellow Trick Road, which I assume we're live streaming. I assume we are. So uh, let's get started with our quick reviews. For me, this was a was a pretty good or, or you know good okay episode. Okay, that was just all over the place. <laughs> I mean, it was an okay well, episode. So was the episode, right? Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I like the scenes of the gang at the clubhouse trying to cure Bo a bit more than the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Oz esque sequences. Is that a Freudian um, slip? And then, uh, the, yeah, I guess so. I'm having a lot of them right now, but it was fun seeing the actors kind of be different characters or caricatures and all the different makeup effects. Although I don't know how much they loved putting on all the makeup. Um, but I'm not sure, you know, overall, I'm not sure this was the right place for the high concept out of the box type episode with only three episodes left to go in the series. I mean, if you were going to do something like this, it should have been done earlier in the season. I think I kind of have that same feeling like this is a little late in the game for one of these. I like these kinds of episodes usually, but I, I was, I admit, I was resistant going in just because I was like, there's three episodes left and there's a ton of stuff you need to tie up. So I'm ultimately kind of ambivalent about the episode because I'm all for fantasy or dream episodes that reveal things to the characters. But for me, most of the character reveals in this episode were things that we already knew. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get enough new information. I think there was mostly just the thing with that dream Kenzie tells Bo about the horse and Pirapus and all that sort of thing and the horseshoe. So I Which just I've kind of forgotten already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Exorcist Kenzie scared me. That's why. It was weird. She was pretty scary. <laughs> Eyeshadow Kenzie. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I I don't know. I just a lot of the character stuff was stuff we had known. I mean, it was fairly well-established character stuff, so mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know why they felt the need to re-emphasize all that, but that's okay. And I, <laughs> another thing I noticed when I was watching the episode, actually when I watched it the second time, because I realized the first time I watched this happen too, I became way more forgiving of everything that was happening as soon as Kenzie showed up. <laughs> <laughs> not surprising. It's yeah. kind of not, but at the same time, like I just I didn't quite register it happening the first time because I knew that I kind of was suddenly a lot more okay with whatever I was more willing to go with it <laughs> mm-hmm. as soon as she showed up, just because I don't know, Kenzie's magic, I think. Because she is. So what made you happy, Annie? Uh well just Zoe Palmer as Lola. Not really rocking the dreads, but I did love the fruit punch in the fake gun. And uh, I think I was like, she's played this character before. And for some reason, it took me a while for it to hit me. And I'm like, oh, she's totally channeling her Patsy Sewer days from Instant Star. (laughs) And with the brownie and everything, I was just like, oh, 
So, too funny. Too funny. And I, I did, this was something, my second thing was something that I did want that I did get. I'm like, I bet Bo's going to be comatose in the next episode or something. And, and I want Dr. E. Lauren to take care of her. And there was a lot of that concern, Dr. E. Lauren trying to find a cure for Bo, the woman that she loves. I don't care if they're broken up. She still loves her, of course. Of course she, she said does. as much. I know. But uh, that scene where Lauren was really frustrated and she's like, graduated top of my class and I can't figure this out. And uh, that was, that was pulled up my heartstrings a bit. And the last scene with the reading of Trick's will, that just, you know, even if Trick is gone, the family was back together, the family. And that totally made me cry. So, yeah. That's why I really liked all those scenes in the clubhouse because it was very family oriented and everybody was working together. So, yeah, that's why I like that stuff more than the random fantasy stuff sometimes, which was really confusing to me or just really like, ah. So, yeah. Hmm. What about you, Chris? What made you happy? I also really, really liked that will reading scene. Because there was, you know, the the joining of hands and that kind of thing always gets to me. I'm a sucker for it, and it totally it worked. And I was I was sobbing <sighs> too both times I watched it, just crying. And then I also, as I mentioned already, Kenzie, she's back, and she better stay this time. Damn it! Damn right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Kenzie does make everything better. She's like chocolate. She makes everything better. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to interject that. <laughs> and then also the comedy, because I always appreciate when the show provides an opportunity for the cast to show off their comedic skills, because they're all so funny. We we were talking at Dragon Con this year about how we wished that the show would really have more comedic stuff, or, or that maybe they could all get together on a new show that was a comedy or something, because they are so funny. And uh, yeah, no Sid and... <laughs> Lola. Was that his name? I couldn't figure out his name. It's Dyson Backwards is what it is. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, light dawns on Marblehead. You know, it took me a while. Although I did like that they finally made the vacuum cleaner joke. Yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, And Thomas, yeah. They're all all pretty entertaining. So Mm -hmm. at least there was that. Yeah, that that was a good that was a good uh, aspect of the Dorothy sequence. So, yeah. I also feel a need to point out right now, even though we won't really go into it until the full episode, but I I just, I feel a need to point out, oh, it's an odd number season, which means that Kenzie's face is going to be on Bo's face, apparently. (laughs) It's happened in seasons one, three, and five now. See? That's true. That's true. Wish we had more Lauren on Bo's face, but maybe in the last two. So we'll see. So there are some of our thoughts about this episode, Follow the Yellow Trick Road. You can share your thoughts about this episode with us in a number of ways. You can leave a comment on our show notes at drinksofthedoll.com slash 120. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us at feedback at drinksofthedoll.com. Or you can call us and leave a voicemail at 972-514-7223. We're also on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook. Drinks at the Doll is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. Find our other podcasts about Orphan Black and Killjoys at AskGenreTV.com. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.